1: Get the little ones, sit back, relax, and listen to the Mutual Audio Network.
0: The following audio drama is rated G for general audiences.
2: <laughs>
0: hear that? I'm, I'm sick. I'm sick because... No one signed up for the Patreon, and... If no one does soon, the doctors say I don't have much time. So, uh, please hurry. Sign up at www.patreon.com wordtastic, and give us all your money.
2: Nova, you the list yet? Hi, boss.
1: Still working on it. How's infiltration training? Well...
2: Lily's pretty shaky on modules G through H, uh, but David's almost made it up to M so far. How come he didn't send over Beta Team? Uh,
1: They didn't get back yet.
2: Still? They were only in Wilmington. That's, what, a couple hours drive? Should have been here over an hour ago.
1: I'm not sure. I told him to head straight back. Last I heard was that Kim had some problem with her transmitter.
2: Hmm. Well, I gotta talk to Quigley to see if he's gonna even... Beak of the Devil. Mr. Quigley.
0: Boss, boss, come quickly. Uh, yeah, major breakthrough.
2: What kind of breakthrough? What are you talking about?
3: Come to tech lab, I show. Nova 2 is there. Oh, uh, bigly cool
2: gadget. <sighs> Want to take a break from that and come see what he's talking about?
1: Sure.
0: Da, boss. Nova. Da, da. three. Hi. IQ. Better than low IQ. Da? <laughs> <laughs> get it? Okay, uh, what's the
2: big breakthrough, IQ? Mr. Quigley? Da, boss. He's just here. New invention. Second. I get a Chicken. Chicken.
1: Just hear him out. He did get that flash drive decoded, right?
2: Yeah, he did. It just seems like it's always one step forward, two steps back with this guy. Shh, he's coming. Okay, Mr. Quigley. Can we make this quick, please? Da! Da! Invention is new gloves. Gloves have <laughs> already been invented, Mr. Quigley. Niet, niet. N- n- not just any glove. It's super electric glove. Electric gloves? Da need some name, uh, some goodly name like uh, a Power Glove or Blast Glove. Okay, so what do these gloves do, Mr. Quigley? Ah, point
3: glove at target, wiggle finger, and glove shoot low voltage electric charge at distance. Three. Three. <laughs>
2: Very useful. Remote disabled security camera, alarm system, computer. Hard drive. Very nice, Quigley. I wouldn't quite call that a breakthrough, but... (laughs) But now, change setting on glove and... So three. See chicken? Yep. See chicken? Yes. Do we see the chicken, Quigley? Da. Watch chicken. Change set here. Aim glove... And? Quigley, if you wanted barbecued chicken, you should just use a grill like a normal person. Uh, I understand. Was supposed stun chicken, not... Yeah, well, uh, keep working on it. Oh, and, and speaking of working on things, I thought I told you to stop trying to update the agent's communication equipment. Da, da, I did. Only made a small adjustment on Agent Kim's shirt collar transmitter. Yeah, and guess what stopped working today? A transmitter? Yeah, exactly. So, let me make this more clear for you, Mr. Quigley. I don't care whether it's an update, an adjustment, an improvement, a renovation, a modernization, a refurbishment, whatever. You are not to touch any of the word traps or earbud communicators going forward, is that understood? Ah, boss. You're like the reverse King Midas. Everything you touch just turns to junk. I... Uh,
3: sorry. Yeah, better get back working.
1: Boss, how could you say that to him? Say what? Reverse King Midas? Do you think you were being funny?
2: I, I, I was just being honest.
1: No, oh, you weren't. That wasn't honest. That was cruel.
2: I, I wasn't. I wasn't being cruel. I, I was just giving him performance it's feedback.
1: Everything you touch just turns to junk. That's not even true, boss.
2: No, but we just saw him fry a chicken with electricity.
1: Yeah, but the other setting on his glove seemed to work, and he just managed to decode most of the information off that flash drive, didn't he?
2: I suppose
1: So you lied about his performance Well, no Well,
2: lie is a little strong You said everything he
1: makes is junk When you know that's not even the case So what? You just felt like saying something cruel just because you could? No Because putting other people down makes you feel better about yourself No And you're supposed to be the leader of this agency That's pretty junk leadership if you asked me Ethan! Where's Kim? She's coming. She told me to go on ahead without her. Did something happen? How did you get all wet?
2: Agent, I I thought you had an eight-word target. I just heard one.
3: (sighs) Yeah, things didn't... It wasn't my fault! What happened? It's kind of complicated, but totally not my fault. All right, I'm going to go after her. She
1: needs someone to talk to right now. Um, Director? Why don't you talk to Ethan here about the details of their mission, hmm?
2: We have post-mission forms for that, Nova.
1: Yes, and I'm saying that not everything needs to be filled out on a form, right? Nova... Yeah, I'm okay just filling out the form. Ethan, will you excuse us for a second? Uh... We're just gonna step right over here for a sec, okay? Okay. Director. Boss, get your butt over there and talk to him.
2: About what?
1: About the mission. About life. About anything that doesn't equate to you treating him like a pawn on your chessboard or a tool in your toolbox. Cruel to that child. I am quitting this job on the spot, and you can find yourself another communications director.
2: Um, hey, sport, uh, what do you say we go for a little walk around the training field?
4: I just want to be alone right now, Nova.
1: I know. But I think it's important for you to talk to someone about how you're feeling. Someone who will listen. And your clothes are all damp. Why don't you change into dry clothes and I'll make you some tea.
3: So, to make up for her horrible GPS navigation, I took decisive action to serve out of the way of the oncoming truck. Well, that took us into the river, but it was either that, or face injury, or death, and a head-on collision!
2: Hmm. Yeah, well, we're gonna have to have her GPS looked at for sure. I don't know what happened there, but there's no way you should have been going the wrong way on a one-way bridge.
3: That's what I told her!
2: Well, it sounds like you did the right thing. We've had some issues with gadgets malfunctioning lately.
4: And that's when he turns the wrong way up a one-way street and tries to play chicken with a huge truck. Oh, wow. And that's how you ended up in the river. I had to yank the wheel at the last minute or I wouldn't even be sitting here talking to you right now. Whoa. He does this kind of thing all the time, Nova. I'm so sick of it. It's always act first, think later with him. I don't even see why we have to be paired like this in the first place. Like what? In girl-boy teams. Who came up with that anyway? Mm, That was Director Kowalski's decision. Yeah, but why? It seems to me that the boy doesn't bring anything of value to the partnership.
1: Well, come on. That's a little unfair, isn't it? Boys have a lot of value to contribute to a partnership.
4: Yeah, like what?
1: Well, like... <laughs> uh, no. So, okay, oh, seriously. I'm sure the director had a <laughs> totally valid reason for why he teamed
3: boys and girls together. I mean, put yourself in my shoes. Your communicator suddenly cuts off. I have no idea why. Then suddenly there's all this shouting. Then I hear something that sounds like a torture device, so I took action to save my partner from a certain death. You can understand that, right?
2: Just how familiar are you with the sound of torture devices?
3: That's not the point. My point is, the team is totally mismatched. I go out and do like 95% of the work, and then Kim drags along for the ride and wants to claim half the credit after the fact. It's not fair! Hmm. It's like having a stepsister I never wanted. Who the heck came up with the idea of boy-girl pairs in the first place? I did. Oh. Permission to speak freely? Sir?
2: You want to know why I paired boys and girls together?
3: Well, yeah. Seems to me all the girl does is slow the boy down.
2: Well, that's because you're not looking at the bigger picture.
3: Let me guess. Now you're going to tell me something about how boys and girls have natural strengths and weaknesses, and one strength makes up for another one's weakness in areas where they're actually stronger as a team than they would be separately, or something like that. Right?
2: No. I was talking about marketing. What? I can't have all-boy teams. Are you nuts? Half the people in the listening audience are female. You want to cut our revenue in half?
4: And not only is he stubborn, he's stubborn about how stubborn he is. I'm gonna go with my gut. You know what that really means? It means he wants to act off a vague hunch based on lousy information. It's the stupidest thing ever and he does it all the time. Okay, but um, can't you focus on the positive? Not everything he does annoys you, right? Uh, I don't know about that. It started out okay, but the more time we spent together, the more obnoxious he gets. What does he do
1: specifically that, well, gets on your nerves so much?
4: Everything! Okay, he cuts the crust off his sandwiches like he's still four years old. That annoys you? Yeah. Well, okay, how about this? He pulls milk out of the fridge and drinks it straight from the carton. Okay, yeah, that's gross. (laughs) Yeah, and he always hogs the remote control. Oh, and he's constantly leaving wet towels on the floor in the bathroom. Whoa, okay, not cool.
1: Now I'm starting to see it.
3: Then she's always saying she's tired, and I end up having to do most of the work.
2: Okay, so to summarize, the majority of your difficulties with your partner have to do with tactics and maneuvering, right?
3: No, that's just some of the job-related stuff. There's plenty of other irritating things she does in her off time, too.
2: Well, such as?
3: She constantly bites her fingernails and leaves little nail clippies all over the couch. She does yuck. And she's always hogging the food, never shares. Um, she wouldn't empty a bag of garbage if her life depended on it. Uh oh, here's a good one. When she combs her hair in front of the bathroom mirror, she drops enough hair in the sink to knit a sweater.
2: Ah, alright. Yeah, that, that one's pretty bad.
3: The biggest one for me is a thing with the keys.
2: Oh, what thing with the keys?
3: With the car keys! Alright, I come home no matter which safe house you're in, anywhere in the world, I put a little basket by the door, and I tell her all the time, Kim, you come home with the keys in the basket, right? the same way every time and you always know where they are.
2: Sure. Rational. That makes sense.
3: Not to Kim. She comes home and do the keys go in the basket? Nope. The keys go on the kitchen counter or the bathroom counter or the phone or on the floor under a stack of coffee filters or wherever the heck she last absentmindedly dropped them. And then, of course, it's like, Ethan, help me find the keys. <laughs>
4: Who on earth squeezes toothpaste from the middle and not the end of the tube? That's completely moronic. Okay, I think I got the picture. <laughs> and don't, I repeat, don't even get me started about the toilet seat. Kim, look,
1: I know you're a little upset right now, and it can be hard to see a situation clearly when we're in the middle of it, right? I guess. So, I usually don't offer unsolicited advice because I know that that comes off as condescending... Someone in your situation might benefit from the experience of a slightly older person who's been through those situations before.
4: Slightly older? Think of me like a older sister. Or a favorite auntie. Fine. If you have some advice that can make life with bogey picker a little easier, I'm always.
2: Well, the female mind can be a bit difficult to fathom for a young man such as yourself. I'll say... So, let me give you a word of advice, Edgar.
3: It's Ethan.
2: Whatever. There's an old saying that education is wasted on the youth, but I don't necessarily agree with that. It all depends on how willing that young person is to be humble and uh, take the trusted advice of a sagacious older figure. Hold on.
3: Sagacious?
2: Yeah. You know. Somebody who shows keen mental discernment. Farsighted, wise, that sort of thing.
3: Oh, like a tutor?
2: Uh, well, I I was thinking more like a mythic legend kind of thing. Like, distinguished sage. Somebody who has climbed a bit higher up that great cosmic mountain and faced more of life's great dilemmas and... And... Oh, what the... Ah! Ow! Ah! What? What? Ah! What? Step to dog poop. Kem,
1: when you're out on a mission, the most important thing is to synergize with your partner. Synergize? Yeah. It means one plus one equals three. Sort of. So it means bad maths? No. It means that the combined results of the two acting together is greater than the sum of each acting independently. That's synergy.
2: You're not out there to make friends, Evan. You're there to get things done. It's Ethan. I think you just have to be a little bit more assertive, that's all. What do you mean? Well, look. Every team is like its own two-person wolf pack. Wolf pack? Yeah. And, just like in every pack, there's an alpha wolf, and then there's all the other wolves that naturally follow. You just gotta assert yourself as the alpha wolf, and she'll naturally want to follow you.
1: You should understand that this is an equal partnership, right? Yeah, exactly. That means that everything that you do should be done as a team. And your role on that team is every bit as important as his. You're darn right it is. I think it's just a perceptual problem that some boys have when teams go out on various missions. It's like different organs of the body all working together to maintain overall health. See what I mean?
2: You see, Elliot, going out on a mission is like... Going out on a hunt. A hunt? Exactly. You have your wolf pack, you have your alpha wolf, you have your hunting ground, and you have your target. Then you have a mission to track that target down and trap that sucker.
1: With so many factors out of your control, it just makes sense to take a little more time and observe a little while longer. That way, you can take as many factors into account as possible before you act. Right, that's what I keep telling him. It's all about minimizing risks, Kim. Minimizing risks.
2: Look, taking risks is part of the job. You don't want to deal with risk. Well, I don't even know what the heck you're even doing here. Yeah! You can analyze all you want, but at the end of the day, actions bring results, not analysis. All these gawkers and fence-sitters, none of them are going to get anything done at all.
1: So, ideally, you want your team working on many different tasks at the same time. You get a lot more perspective that way. And then you can more accurately decide on a course of action. Democratically, though. So we should vote on it, then? Absolutely. You each get a vote. Majority wins.
2: You just gotta be laser-focused on one thing at a time. Laser-focused. Laser-focused. You know, there's an old saying that to do two things at the same time is to do neither of them. So forget about this multitasking thing. That's for soy boys and losers. Now, us real men, we put our pants on one leg at a time.
1: 93% of communication is nonverbal. You've got to be able to read things like posture and facial expression. It's essential to team unity.
2: Look, it doesn't matter if she's wearing a big sour sourpuss on her face or not. If she says she's fine, she's fine. I wouldn't read into it any more than that. I mean, she's not really saying what she's feeling. That's kind of her problem, right?
1: I think you just need to keep talking. Just speak your mind. You really think so? Absolutely. It may seem like he's not listening, but you'd be surprised at how much of that is really sinking in.
2: Eddie, I'm gonna be honest with you. I don't even hear Nova half the time when she's talking to me, and it's the same for most guys. It's not that we're not listening. We just don't care, really. I mean, who wants to sit around and talk nonsense all day when there's a mission to accomplish? It's all about getting things done.
4: It's about being together, that's the key. Yeah, but how can you be together when your partner's always doing something stupid like following his gut instead of looking at the GPS? It's built right into the car. That is annoying, I agree. Just.
1: Humble down and use the thing. Or, God forbid, stop the car and ask someone for directions. It's not a big deal.
2: You never want to ask for directions. Never? No. Makes you look like a chump. Same thing with reading instructions when you're putting something together. That's just a clear sign of weakness. Gives the impression you don't know what you're doing. But what if you really don't know what you're doing? Yeah, but even if you don't know what you're doing, you don't want anyone else to know that you don't know what you're doing then they're going to know that you don't know what you're doing. That kind of undermines the whole alpha wolf thing, right?
1: It's not easy for boys to express their feelings. That's why if you share yours freely and often, that's eventually going to make him feel secure enough to follow suit. Right? Yeah, that makes so much sense.
2: You just got to clam up. Really? Yep, clam up. Doesn't matter how bad you feel. You don't want to be spreading that stuff around. I mean, people don't want you dumping your emotional baggage all over them anyway. That's why they respect the strong, silent type. Now, if something's bothering you, just keep it bottled up tight. Eventually, it'll just go away on its own. Okay.
4: Thank you so much, Nova. This has been super helpful. You have no idea. You're welcome.
1: Feel free to come talk to me anytime you want.
4: Thank you. I feel a lot more hopeful
1: now. Aw, aren't you sweet.
3: Well, thanks for the advice, Director. I had no idea there's so many things to know about.
2: My pleasure, young Edwin. Ethan! Right. It's not that much really, but there is a certain code of honor. It's like a a bro code, if you will. It's something all boys inherit as they continue on that noble path towards manhood. That's all. Anyway, I'm pleased that I could shorten your path today, even by a little.
3: Yeah, I think things are gonna go really smooth with me and Kim from now on.
1: Oh, there he is. So how'd your little talk go, boss?
2: It went pretty well, Noble. I was even able to pass on a little age-old wisdom.
1: All right. I had a lot of advice to pass on to Kim, too. Huh. Really? Yeah. I just gave her some pointers that should help her work a lot more effectively with Ethan going forward.
2: Excellent. So, nothing but smooth sailing for Beta Team going forward, huh? Definitely. Good. Glad we could finally guide them to a place of much greater
0: cooperation from here on out. Thank you for listening to this episode of Wordtastic. If you like what you hear, please give us a rating or review on iTunes. Join us in two weeks for the next episode. Wordtastic was written and directed by Steve Schneider. Starring in this episode were Riley Hashimoto Tanya Maloyevich, Kiara Pontikos and Steve Schneider Additional voices by John Avner Reagan Beach Tobin Cleary Carly Gendel Jake Henry Dane Leonardson, Paul Ludvack Owen McEwen, Anya Schneider, and Eva Schneider. Editing and sound design by Austin Beach. Music and post-production by Dane Leonardson. For more info about the show or a complete list of cast and crew, visit us at www.worktastic.org. You can listen to classical and brand new audio dramas through the Mutual Audio Network.